Here we go. All right. A tradition unlike any other free agency. <laughs> but it's the first time after the title, Harrison. It hits a little different. It does get a little different. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the DMVR Nuggets podcast free agency special. Let's go. Here we go. We are 15 minutes from the start of free agency. We're going to break it all down for you live as it happens. Every signing, and especially every Nuggets signing, break it all down how it pertains to the Nuggets. I'm Harrison Wynn, joined by Brendan Vogt. What's going on, man? I think in the past this has been about what can the Nuggets do to get better. Today feels a little bit more like can they stay the course? Can, yeah. they, continue, can they tread water as is or as the countdown in the bottom corner there. Oh, look at that. Is that a countdown to losing a pivotal piece in the first ever title? <laughs> uh, we will also be joined by Dev Johnson. He'll be popping in here shortly. Adam's on vacation, but we are here to break it all down for you. I want to give a quick lay of the land before we get into some predictions that I have for free agency and what we could be getting into over the next 10 minutes or so and next hour. Uh, Kale, can you bring up that tweet from Bobby Marks? Because... We're on Bruce Brown watch. That's really the number one item that we're really concerned with today. And I mean, the latest reports are that Indiana's interested. Yeah. Houston might be interested. And if you look at the teams with a ton of cap room that could really give Bruce Brown the bag, and I'm talking about more than the mid-level exception of, you know, 12 million. These are the teams to watch. Houston, although it seems like they have a lot of big fish in their plans maybe van vliet maybe dylan brooks yeah indiana is also on this list as well who scares me um you're in the slack right now kill <laughs> unbelievable unreal so, so those are the two teams i've watched if bruce is just trying to get the bag then you've got a ton of other teams you know with that 12 million mid-level exception that would of course be a bump up from you know around the 8 million that Denver could give him. Does Indiana seem like to you, vote just the biggest threat right now? Sweet spot of not sending yourself to a Houston situation in terms of the disarray. Obviously not a contender, but a professional you know, organization where he can be expected to play, and most importantly, where they can pay him. It's not the mid-level. They have the cap room. They seem like they're interested. Yeah. And look, Bruce, as we said before this, this show went live, he's the bell of the ball today. He's leading a lot of free agency shows, not just this one. Oh, yeah. And so this isn't, you know, he'll have more offers than just the mid-levels or Denver's comeback offer. You know, they're going to have something. He's going to have something from Indiana that's substantial, and that's the team that scares me. These are the teams that I've seen that, are expected, quote-unquote, expected to meet with Bruce Brown at the start of free agency. The Rockets, the Mavs, the Pacers, the Lakers, and the Knicks. He is the bell of the ball. He is. Like, this is a guy that a lot of teams are going into free agency with you know, him being the number one target, being the guy they want to meet with right away. I also saw he's Cleveland's top choice as well. So, I mean, we'll see. You know, We've got other situations to monitor. Jeff Green, DeAndre Jordan. Reggie Jackson or those guys coming back, I will we'll I, certainly see. I will say this with Bruce. The Lakers are the team that I think him going there would be the most consequential outcome for Denver. Yeah. If he goes to Indiana, it's a big loss, obviously. 
But I think it'll be a lot easier for Nuggets fans to say, hey, man, you earned this. Thank you for everything you've done here. And I don't think the Pacers are Bruce Brown away from winning a title. You know, the Lakers need a Bruce Brown. And so that's that's what I, that's the one that would feel like a big loss for Denver. Yeah. Uh, I think Indy, you can stomach. And I, I say that because I think most people have been preparing themselves for Bruce to walk for quite some time. Yeah. Dev's Dev here. Johnson, superstar Dev, joining the show. My boys, I miss y'all. I miss, I miss you too, What's man. Up, dude? How are you, man? Um, are you resigned to Bruce Brown leaving, or do you think there's any hope of him taking a hometown discount? No, I'm. I feel like he's been like ready to leave for not ready, but like I feel like he was going to leave. Um, this was like his stop to come and get a bigger bag, and I mean the job was done. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is exactly what the move was. I hope he gets a bag. Right. That's my whole thing now. If he gets twenty million from Indiana, like I will stand up and give him a round of applause. Like that is that is life changing money. Like that is a, a deal you could not pass up. It's also potentially something that obviously hurts Denver immediately. But in the long run, can it help insofar as it's a giant billboard that says, Come play with Jokic. Yeah. And get yourself paid, you know? And so there there's something to that too where I do think you want future free agents to call Bruce, to call Jeff Green, DeAndre, and say, what was it like? And Bruce say, you'll have a great time. Jokic will make you look great. And you can go sign a bag with Indy. So it's not all bad. He's definitely earned it. It's really more of we understand that Denver is limited in how they pivot, how they audible. They can't Mm -hmm. just replace Bruce with a Bruce. They're not going to have that choice. You you bring up a a great point, and I think that is just a piece that a lot of people are not talking about, the Jokic piece of it all. You go and play with a superstar that's unselfish, and they truly do get you a bag. They get you in a better situation as well as win games. They won a championship. They won a lot of games um, playing the right way. He showed that he could play one through five, you know, before he got to Denver. Then he gets to Denver, and he gets to, like, basically uh, lock in on a position, and he played, you know, a little bit off ball, on ball. Um, But now he gets to just go and really make a bag for himself. So, um Jokic is the ultimate superstar. It has to be talked about. Oh, yeah. I mean, this has got to be just like a signal to all free agents out there. Come to Denver, play with Nicole Jokic, get paid. Yeah. It should have already been out there. Gary Harris, Will Barton, Mason Plumlee, Jeremy Grant. Maybe now it's broadcasted uh, a little louder. Um, If you've been on Twitter, you probably know of the account uh, Dropping Dimes. They haven't, they haven't got rid of it yet. Yeah. Well, he's back one. with another account. They've been, he's on like 30 now, right? Like <laughs> yeah. he, he has to be on like 30. Um, they, yeah. they bounce around. Uh, he says Bruce Brown to the Pacers is done. 20 mil, man. I, I don't, if, if that happens, there is not a single person in this world that could be mad about going to get 20 million a year. Like, that's insane, especially if you were just coming off of going to be able to make under eight million in one year you get 20 like and again i think to this point bruce has made roughly 14 million in his career so yeah if you're looking at a deal like that it's been said so many times he should take it he should take it oh yeah do you guys think 20 million how will that deal be looked on um from a larger perspective if he signs it with the pacers I think initially people are going to like it because people have spent a month talking about where is Bruce Brown going to go. Yeah. And it's going to be looked at as a win for Indy. Indy. I think there's a chance the public perception on that deal could slide over time. Yeah. I think it would look horrible. You know, like <laughs> I think is, it would be a bad yeah, deal. Yeah, this too. is a, a role player, a six man that's going to go and make 20 million a year. 
Um, don't get me wrong, Bruce was a perfect fit for Denver, and he got them a, a win. Um, you know, he's a big part of them winning a championship. Yep. But for him to go out there and make $20 million, that means that they're going to expect him to put up some very big numbers. They're going to expect for him to have to, you know, step into a role that he's not really comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's never going to live up to $20 million a year. Yeah, he's a great piece, but $20 million a year, man. It's a lot. I mean, I think he deserves to get his salary doubled for sure. Um, I don't know about twenty million a year, especially for a team. But I mean, that's like the Pacers, right place, right time, man. You know, like Mozgov getting his deal in the inflation year. It's just, does he deserve it in a vacuum? Look at Kale doing it live. That's how we always do it on this show. <laughs> is that the? Are we going with? A, is that illegal? Oh, I'm glad there? Eric's watching. <laughs> yeah, get that illegal Pete's bandana on the table. Buds and burritos sounds yeah. nice. Let's go over some quick predictions for the Nuggets and what they'll do, uh, and then we'll hit a break right before we hit the 4 o'clock mark. Jeff Green, DeAndre Jordan, the two veterans that were on the Nuggets all of last season. I have heard that the Nuggets would love both those guys back, and, and I predict that both will come back on minimum deals. Um Reggie Jackson is another guy I've heard the Nuggets want back. I could see him coming back on a minimum deal. What do you guys think about those three veterans and potentially having them on the Nuggets again next year? I mean, there's going to be opportunity for them. Um, we say that they suck this year because they really didn't get the opportunity to play. They didn't get a, a lot of chance to play. And also Denver well, had other their, than Jeff. Green. Yeah, Denver had their core that they stuck with. Jeff Green played minutes for the championship team. Um, Big minutes. And, and Malone has shown that he's going to stick with his guy no matter what. Um, so, like, did that backfire on him? No. He got to play uh, minutes in the playoffs, in the finals, won a championship. DeAndre Jordan was the one piece that I feel like, you know, everybody was like, where did this come from? What did we this trashed happen? it on this show. Everybody trashed Everybody trashed it, and with reason. It's not like he came in and performed well, um, but he also was a big part of this team and, and very important piece. But also, when Jokic didn't play, he got in and he did what he was expected to do. Grab mm-hmm. every single board that came his way alter some shots at the rim and then also he's not only like uh there's like locker room cancer this is a locker room like enhancer like everybody loves um deandre um everybody wants to build around a guy like that like they're they're kidnapping teammates to try to you know resign him so um i I feel like you have to bring him in and then reggie just didn't get to play um he he sucked um in the in the times that he did play but also you know what you're getting with reggie um, and I feel like if you're a, a what? contending what? team, what are we getting with Reggie? I mean, he's Mr. Colorado June. kid. He's he's Mr. Joe. <laughs> he, he's not. He sucks in the regards of playing him a lot. He, he's not a horrible player. Like you could win games with Reggie Jackson yeah. out there. Um, he's gonna get you if he plays real minutes. He's gonna get you 12 points. Um, I, I feel like we just didn't get to see a real big big look at Reggie. So I can't just trash him the entire time. Yeah, I got to say my perspective on veterans and just veteran presences in the locker room has totally changed after last yes, season. 100%. I did not give it as much um, value as I should have, yep. you know, in, in years past. But I mean, last year you saw it with DeAndre Jordan. Vote, what do you uh, think might happen with those guys? What, what would you think if all three came back? I would think that's expected. Yeah, I'm OK with all of it. it well, Listen, I don't think Reggie Jackson as your backup point guard is a great option. I do think you have the Jamal playing with the bench option. I'm just not going to say the S word anymore. I'm done. So maybe it's tenable. It's not great. DeAndre Jordan coming back, I would love. 
Yeah. Because someone just has to sit on the end of the bench and be a great teammate. Like yeah. Someone has to do it. Yeah. Jeff Green, I'm into it. You guys know my caveat, though. There's a big asterisk. You know, I think Malone has to be prepared to play him a little less. I do think it would be absolutely effing hilarious if the first move, again, is DeAndre Jordan. I'm hoping for it, man. I think it would be I want it. the funniest thing this front office could possibly do. <laughs> and then tell us they re-signed Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're under two minutes away. Let's hit a quick break. Free agency starting in two minutes. We probably will hear about... I'm going to say 20 signings right when four o'clock hits. Can't wait. Were you counting on me oh. to do the reads? Oh, I thought so. I, You know what? We should have <laughs> communicated that because I was waiting for you to do it. I'll them. do the first ones. Uh, Shady Rays, guys. <laughs> Make God. sure you are set for summer uh, with Shady Rays. We're going out to Vegas in a little for summer league. We will all have Shady Rays loaded and ready to go take on the sun with gear that's built to last they've got you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price um they got a independence day sale going on live right now go to shadyrays.com get up to 50 percent off a single pair of sunglasses that's for everybody shadyrays.com 50 percent off any pair of sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated five stars by 200 and 50,000 people. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. They've always got your back. Also, check out Kind Love. Kind Love was one of the, uh, actually the first dispensary ever in Colorado, established in 2010, known for cultivating some of the highest quality cannabis in the state. They have the Turbo Joint. First of its kind, revolutionary product. 0.7 grams of whole bud combined with 0.3 grams of turbo keef. Um, it's a game changer. Visit one of the Kind Love stores in Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DNVR. Get the DNVR exclusive discount. 25% off all Kind Love flower pre-rolls and their turbo joint line. Visit our website, kindlove.com, for their full extensive menu and online ordering. All right, we're back here. DNVR Nuggets free agency special. We're right at four o'clock. The clock has I struck. I expect the deals to be rolling in any here we go. second. Of course, we're waiting on Bruce Brown. Do you guys think he's going to sign immediately? Like, Do you think this Pacers thing could happen right off the bat? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I think that they're just going to rip the Band-Aid off. At you this do? time last year, DeAndre Jordan was a nugget. If, I know. <laughs> What's everybody waiting for? If there was a delay, it would be Bruce's agent trying to get more out of Indy. Hey, we're considering the MLEs. Hey, no, Houston called. If you they know. really are getting a $20 million offer, the agent on Bruce's side is ready to sign that yesterday. Like, <laughs> Yeah, because he's getting a cut of that. Yeah, there's no way that you wait for that one unless also, Indy is like, uh, they might have second thoughts on that. Just yeah. because that's a lot of money. You see a guy that's making... He, he's he's projected to make about twelve million, and you're going to pay him eight million over that. They're going to sign that super fast. First, if that's what they're going with. First deal is in, Dev. Oh man, Draymond Green and Rich Paul have agreed on a four year four year hundred million dollar contract to return to the Golden State Warriors. Hundred million dollars player option in year four. No surprise. I mean, I think we all expected him to go back to Golden State. Did we? I think so. I did. I think I think once late, they traded Jordan yeah, Poole, yeah. they yeah. were like, okay, now we can welcome Draymond Green back. <laughs> this is a interesting double down on the current timeline, though, after the Chris Paul trade, as opposed to the two timelines for Golden State. I mean, they're in a few years, they're going to owe a lot of money to some guys who are not young. Yeah. And so th this is their 
I mean, I'm not sure what they should have done, but they, it's a lot of money. Yeah, I'm thinking of punching Kale or somebody like that, and then asking for a raise like a couple months from now. You think your contract will go? I'm gonna be in jail. <laughs> I'm gonna be in jail. Um, I mean, 100 million for Draymond at this age is uh, the Warriors. I feel like they just don't care anymore. Truly, they paying him 100 million. They got to pay Clay. They got to pay Steph. They have Chris Paul's contract. They're paying Chris which Paul I cannot too believe that that actually happened. Um, that's a, not a good core. Like, I, I mean, you guys know how what I think about the Warriors. I think that it's going to be a disaster. I think Chris Paul ends the season either not on the Warriors or out of the rotation. Like, I just think it's not going to go well. I just think the disaster potential is huge. And then the how do we pivot out of this trading that Draymond contract? Not saying it's the worst. It's just a lot of money. And then the Chris Paul contract. Like, this could get ugly is all I'm saying. Yeah, and also it's not like a huge raise for him. Like, it's I know, the years. I think. I think yeah, it's the, the guaranteed years, yeah, money. He's in making the, years. the same amount as his as he has been, but also he is declining. Um, you just have to. He's getting a lot older. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, the years. You just get him locked in. Um, I mean, at least they're being loyal to their guys. You want to talk about loyalty? Uh, we talk a lot about Lillard and his loyalty, but the loyalty so that much. they have to that Warriors core. Guys are getting hurt. Guys are not playing up to par. They're losing early, and people are still getting paid, and they're bringing new guys in. I will say what's interesting, um, 403, this time last year, we had deals just rolling in. Uh, We've only had one deal roll in. Okay, I think there's a – I have a take already. There's a concerted effort to try to change the optics a little bit here. Okay. And I think, was it Michael Grange from, um, does he work for the Toronto Raptors? Or I think a, uh, affiliated media? Uh, the big media company right. up in I'm, Toronto. I can't remember the name because I'm silly. But he tweeted that one agent told him 15 deals were already done. So I do wonder if maybe there's a little bit of... Letting bo- the ink dry. Maybe both of these guys were asked to just hang, just wait just a little bit. But uh, maybe not. They was, uh, they was probably already there. Like, And also, Dizzy's returning back to where he already was. There's no type of uh, anything that happens behind that. Right, um, right, right. It's not like, like a tamper. Yeah, 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 you can't tamper at all. Like It's go. the same exact thing. Yeah, we do have another deal that just dropped in, though. Uh, this one comes from Chris Haynes. Trey Lyles has reached an agreement to return to the Sacramento Kings. Trey, Trey, Riles, Trey Lyles, sincerely good playoff minutes. <laughs> Merchell, our resident uh, Kentucky fan, is, is thrilled with this one. <laughs> I think this is kind of cool, though, because, I mean, Trey Lyles did not work out in Denver, and people just kind of thought he was just going to fall off completely. And there yeah. are a lot of players that, you know, don't do well at a team, just, right. you know, being young, and they have to go overseas or you have to figure it out. And he has found a way to figure it out. Maybe he's not a fit here, but he's clearly a fit somewhere, and he's also managing to stay around in this league. He In that Warrior series, by the end of it, he was one of four Kings who were not scared. I actually was genuinely impressed by him. Yeah. Um, here's another deal coming in. So I guess the uh, the tops off the the free agent deals are rolling. Cats in out now. of the bag, bro. Um, we've got Can't put Pandora Harris back in the box. Levert, um, looks like coming back to the Cavs, two years, thirty-two million, and then um, Drew Eubanks to the Suns. Shams has that one. That was interesting news, actually, out of Phoenix. They took away the qualifying offer from Jock Landau. Yeah. And they're going with Drew Eubanks, it looks like, at backup center. That's a downgrade. That's a bizarre move. 
I'm actually genuinely confused by that one. And what are the chances Jock Lyondale is available at a minimum contract? Immediate follow-up question. Man, I mean, I'm I was impressed in. in the playoffs, I do have to say. I'm 100% unironically in on Jock Lyondale minimum contract. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a massive back upgrade at backup center. I think he's worth more than a minimum, Jock Landau. He proved that in the playoffs. Um, so so we'll see. Um, Karis LeVert, did we get to that one yet? Yeah, I mentioned it briefly. Karis LeVert, what do you think about that? Bag. He got himself a bag. Two for 32. I'm not a big Karis LeVert guy, but. Yeah, me neither. But he also, he plays well when he gets his minutes. It's yeah. kind of like Oladipo to me. Like, I don't know if they're good or bad, but they just seem to stick around and get hurt. They play well, didn't get hurt, and then they play well. The playoffs, you yeah. know. He's a guy that can get you buckets for sure. Yeah. Another deal coming in: Torian Prince to the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm guessing this is not that much money, but I mean, Torian Prince, one of the guys that you know we thought could be a potential fit for the Nuggets. He's going to the Lakers. Yeah, I've Torian Prince is a good player. Torian Prince, I feel like he is a good player. Everyone's agreed upon. We're not going to say underrated. Because we all seem to understand he has value. He's like perfectly in a box. Every team would go, man, on the right contract, I would take Torian Prince. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing another deal come in here. Free agent Kyle Kuzma. Four years, $102 million to return to the Washington Wizards. He got the bag. That is so much money. They're building around Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> I mean... First off, if you want to go get a bag and you're a bag chaser, go to Washington. <laughs> Dude, they're getting Show one ounce of loyalty to the Wizards and they will back up the Briggs truck for you. It's unbelievable. Did they give him a no trade clause too? Did they just. <laughs> the second no trade clause yeah. in the NBA? I don't think we're ever going to see another <laughs> no trade clause. Um, I want to go back to Torian Prince real quick because him going to the Lakers might take them out of the Bruce Brown sweepstakes. That's what I was wondering. That co What that contract is is our next most interesting piece of information, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, there is a Blue Wire-based media fella who is tweeting that he has heard Bruce Brown Jr. to the Pacers is a done deal. I, that is not Woj or Sham, so you know you take it with a grain of salt. But that's, is he dropping dimes? Is it's that not his? dropping dimes either. So maybe I should just hold my horses here. <laughs> maybe I should just hold my horses. Yeah, but I mean, my first thought was Torian Prince of the Lakers. I don't think Bruce Brown is going there, which is great news for us. I mean, yeah, Bruce. I am very happy for Bruce Brown if he gets the bag. If he goes anywhere, just don't go to the Lakers. I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more, man. And especially because. I honestly think it makes the Lakers considerably better, you know, not necessarily all of a sudden a championship team if they weren't before or something like that. But, um, yeah, I think I think he makes them much better. Seeing another deal come in right now. Josh Akogi back to the Phoenix Suns. They needed that one. They needed that one. They got to bring some of these guys back on these cheap contracts. They know he can at least play defense. There's some familiarity there. In terms of building out the rest of their roster, they needed to get this one done, I think. Um, yeah. He's he's a weird one for me because uh, when when the Suns underperform, he never gets discussed. <laughs> and he's like a, a player that is just unplayable. Well, Dev, there's a lot of guys to blame on Phoenix. Yeah, there's there's a long and to be we do blame everyone else. <laughs> like, no one's like, when they're doing well, no one's like, hey, he's they're carrying this guy you know, yeah. to this. 
But when they when they do bad, he does not get discussed at all. He's a starter. <laughs> he's a starter. That's wild to me. Yeah. Um, he's definitely a, a bench player. Um, but at least he got paid, man. Another deal here. This is with the Bulls. Kobe White back to the Bulls. Three years, forty million. Um, I mean, it's not a terrible contract, but he hasn't had the the smoothest. Oh, here goes a cool one. Yeah, there's a cool one that just happened. Oh, here we go. Free agent center DeAndre Jordan has reached an agreement to return to the NBA champion Denver Nuggets. All it right. was DeAndre Jordan again. The Nuggets' first signing, DeAndre Jordan. They love giving DeAndre. Who's his? Who is this agent? You know, is you just got to get that out of the way. You just, you just got to get DeAndre Jordan out of the, out of the way. He, he's a great. So this is from experience. He is a great communicator. So Very I know good community. Got this out the yeah, way. Great talker. He was, uses his voice a lot. <laughs> you don't got to guess with him. Uh, jokes aside, I have a very different reaction to this same signing at this same time than I did last year. I really like it. Don't think he's going to play much. And I think that's the idea. And I think that's fine. And you got to sign a guy on a minimum who if he had to play against Houston, he could in January. But more, more to the point, the, the young guys respect him. They listen to him. And he's not a problem in the locker room. So my perspective on this signing is flipped, baby. Yeah, and I would expect this to be a minimum deal. I mean, that's the market for DeAndre Jordan. That's really all the Nuggets have to work with for the most part. Minimum contracts for these guys, you know, filling out the bench. And um, I like it. It's expected. I just predicted it like 10 minutes ago. I would expect him to enter the season kind of like he did this year as the quote-unquote backup center, but not really the backup center. Yeah. Zeke Naji's still under contract. If he comes back, you know, I expect Zeke to get most of those minutes. But, you know, this is a signing for the locker room. This is a signing for the culture. This is a signing, you know, for the vibes. I the, think. the weird thing is, uh, I feel like Jokic is even happy with this one. Oh, He's yeah. Like, man, let's everybody make sure that we DeAndre get DeAndre Jordan. back, you know? And then Jeff Green, like, those are great running mates. Um, so, you know, I'm sure that he'll be back. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. DeAndre Jordan is like the guy that everyone just loves. Like, let's take care of our guy. Dude, it is so funny. The reaction to the signing right now compared to what it, it was. is hilarious. Last year. Bro. Everybody's like, yes, DeAndre Jordan is back. I'll Meanwhile, never... they were about to fire Calvin Booth after it last year. I never for, will forget when a Nuggets front office member looked at us and was like, why was everyone so pissed about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, uh, maybe it was the order. They just did it again. The order that, like, the Nuggets have no, <laughs> no control nothing to, okay. nothing to uh, control over. Um, also, yeah, I was just going to get to that. The Suns making some more moves here. Kata Bates, Diop, two years, five million. Two-year deal uh, to go to the Phoenix Suns. Um... I have never been a big Kata Bates Diop guy. And I got to say, I've been a little surprised with um, how pumped Suns adjacent fans and media have been about the prospects of getting Kata hey Bates man, Diop. Let's keep it real. We've been there. We have been there. Maybe not quite as excited, but we've tried. We've yeah. tried to talk ourselves into it. It'll be fun watching them do it, though. So Kata Bates Diop drew Eubanks, Josh Akogi. That's the Suns. Supporting cast as of now. This is this is what they signed up for. You know, this is the this is where they put themselves. They've got to get these signings right, and they've got to get them 
you know, whoever's willing to take these affordable deals. So <laughs> that is uh, pretty funny. They're going to have maybe, nothing but these type of players. <laughs> maybe I just players. haven't watched Kata Bates D up in a couple of years. Uh, I remember the last time I seen him play meaningful basketball, like a private open gym. Yeah. I was as good Oh, as really? Him. I was as good as him. Was that in Denver? Yes, it was. <laughs> By the way, I think this um, I think this Trey Lyles deal is great for Sacramento. What's the deal? I haven't Two seen years, the numbers 16 on it. Million. No, t- no options. That is a good deal. I think that's a good deal. You man. know, they were one of the teams with a ton of cap room as well. So I've got to wonder if, if you know, that could take them out of the uh, Bruce Brown sweepstakes too. Yeah, and again, man, I think if you can get a guy that you feel like you can play in the playoffs at that price tag, that's a good deal. Um, yeah. So we're still waiting for uh, Bruce Brown, and you know, I'm not surprised that he is not one of the first guys to get a deal but that being said if the 20 million is out there from the pacers you think that would be pretty immediate maybe they're just working out I, what uh, some details dotting some you know eyes crossing some t's but um maybe seeing if they can get it up to 20 as opposed to 18 i don't know man. yeah who knows you want to do a little uh break yeah let's hit a break real quick Lots more free agency to get to. I'm seeing some stuff on Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Uh, we'll get to all that on the other side. A lot of NBA teams shilling out a lot of money here to get some help. You, too, can get some help, some big-time help, some heavy hitters in your life. But you don't have to worry so much about that money, at least until you know they're going to deliver. I'm talking about Bacchus and Shanker, baby. They win for Colorado families. They've been doing it for those who have been seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. And again, they don't take your money until they win your case. They will take your case before they take your money. And they've won, baby, over $1 billion for their clients. They're serving locations all over Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. More than 30 lawyers and 100 people on staff. They've got the strength and power to help you win all kinds of injury cases where you were not at fault. Car car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. Call them at 222-2222. Bacchus and Shanker wins. We're also brought to you by our friends at Pins and Aces, which is our, they're a golf apparel company with amazing hats, polos, golf bags, and, and cool innovative products like the beer sleeve, the liquor stick. It's important to look fly and, and, and feel really good on the golf course. And you can do that with Pins and Aces. And we're not just telling you this for fun. We're telling you this because we've got a code. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use code DNVR, get 15% off your first order. Free shipping as well. That's pinsandaces.com. Look good, feel good on that golf course. All right, we're back here. DNVR Nuggets podcast, live free agency special, reacting to all these moves that they happen and how they might affect the Nuggets. Couple deals coming in here during that break. The Suns and Damian Lee. Two-year deal, player option on year two, another you know, member of the Phoenix Suns bench that they're running back. So um, other than Jock Landau, which I'm curious to see what happens with that. That was a surprise that seems like he's not coming back to Phoenix. The Suns pretty much running it back with everybody. Um, And then the other one that I saw, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. This comes from friend of the show, John Krasinski. All signs point to Nikhil Alexander-Walker remaining in Minnesota. Remember, they did not offer him the qualifying offer to make him a restricted free agent. So he was out there, but it seemed like he was likely to return to to Minnesota. 
Yeah, that would have that kind of felt like an optimal outcome. I almost said pipe dream, but I'm not going to put pipe dream and Nikhil Alexander Walker in the same <laughs> sentence. Settle down a bit. Yeah, that one felt a little unrealistic. I have to say, I'm getting carried away with this Jock Landale idea. I really am. <laughs> As time goes on, you're talking yourself into it more and more. Yeah, Jock Landfill. First of all, we know he can be on the podcast. So yes, that's important. Friend of Jack White. Second of all, we know he's a Jokic respecter. Third, all jokes aside, he was really good in that series, or at least just as a hustle guy off the bench. So, yeah, I mean, he's he has he has heart. Like he's not backing down from anyone. You're going to be able to sign him on a very low contract. Um, he shows up when it matters. Like it's not like you're expecting huge things from him. But if you want to throw a guy in there that's going to compete, um, make your starter a little bit better, he's going to bring that every single. Um, day so I, I, yeah. I love that I hate to burst your guys bubble but I don't see it especially after the DeAndre yeah I know signing. I know I know I'm just I just I'm trying to put a little juice and life into this you know <laughs> we did get some details on the Torian Prince deal it's a one-year 4.5 million deal with the Lakers his agents tell Woj so there you go one year 4.5 guys got some news to report and it's not good uh, this is coming from Woj. Free agent Bruce Brown has agreed on a two-year, $45 million Atta deal boy, Bruce. with oh. the Indiana hey. Pacers. Good for you, Bruce. Oh, man. You got to tip your hat to that. Yep. Uh, shout out Ty Sullivan and Stephen Human. Two-year, $45 million deal. Two years, $45 million. Even Even Mark Bartlestein we'll was like, We'll see if that's Whoa. all that guaranteed. Like... I wouldn't be surprised if maybe there's some incentives on the second year of that deal. That is a bag. That is the definition of a bag. And we can officially start the campaign. Not sure what to do for a year or two? Come through the Mile High City, baby. It can be lucrative for you, too. Wow. So the bag was there for Bruce Brown, and it was from the Indiana Pacers. And that's a great deal. I mean, that's definitely like the first crazy deal of free agency, I think. That's more than I thought he was even going to get. And again, we'll wait to see what the guarantee is on that. But um, that's an absolute cash out. So now, now, now you wonder where Denver turns. Um, they don't have a lot of money to work with. Jeff Green, I think he's still coming back. Reggie Jackson, I think he's still coming back. That's a ridiculous deal, dude. But that is a crazy deal. I mean, it's an overpay for sure. It's a huge over. And good for him. Like, I don't have any... I don't need the Pacers to win. So good for you, Bruce, you know? Yeah. But it's it's definitely a lot of money. I love that he gets to go out east. He gets to go play for the Pacers. Like, you know, nobody really know. thinks about... But he also gets paid. And he took a chance on himself. Um, really, one of the last chances he was, you know, telling us... And it worked out for him. You have to love that. And really, now that he's gone, he's going to be an all-time nugget in one year. That's hard to do. I, that is. Um, but that just shows how perfect of a fit he is. And it's not only in Denver. He's going to be a perfect fit no matter where he goes. It's going to be a little bit tougher with Pacers. They're going to ask you to do a, lot, a little bit more. But, hey, you, you got some money to, to um, wipe your wounds with. Dude, yeah. that's, that's – again, I know these guys, a lot of you – we all work different jobs, so uh, the sentence I'm about to say is ridiculous, but he had only made $14 million in his career, roughly through salary I to know. this point. He just signed a two-year $45 million deal. 
again, TBD on the details, but that is, that's life-changing money. Even for someone who's already seen life-changing money, uh, it, it just changed for Bruce. Yeah. What a run it was for uh, Bruce Bound in Denver, though. That was a great year he had, man. Man, I can't believe it, dude. He was toiling away in Brooklyn just trying to hoop. Those guys were being so deeply unserious. He comes here, has a A-plus basketball year, and then gets this bag. What a run for Bruce. Yeah, absolutely. Um, seeing some other deals come in here. Oh, my God. Jeremy Grant. Oh, my uh, God. Back to the Blazers. That boy, Rich Paul. Five-year 160. <laughs> oh God, Rich so Paul is different. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, you want to talk about overpay? They did back-to-back overpays. Bruce Brown got paid a bunch, but Jeremy Grant gets the ball one every one every eleven plays, you know, right. and and just has to be okay. Like they're not great over there in Portland, and Lillard shoots every single time, and when he doesn't shoot, it goes to Jeremy. He's getting paid a hundred sixty million. Hey man, it's good money if you can get it. Um, let's stick on Bruce Brown though for man. a second. He goes to the Pacers, big money offer. That was the rumor. That was the talk this morning that the Pacers could be the team that gives him the bag, and that turned out to be true. Part of this that I do love, he left the Lakers out to dry, guys. <laughs> oh. He flirted with the Lakers. This is good. Oh, he was going to meet with them when free agency started. Oh, he was the Lakers' top priority. There was mutual interest there, apparently. He spurns the Lakers to get the big money offer with the Pacers. I that's a nice little and feather by the in the way, cap. That's the thing. He's like, oh, what, what's your offer? Are you gonna get me a ring? Are you gonna get me a ring? <laughs> yeah. Bruce is good. And Dev, this is a short-term commitment. This is short-term money. He got his bag, but he doesn't have to stay in Indy for five years. Isn't that isn't that wonderful? But also, if you're the Lakers, what would your pitch be to Bruce Brown? What could you go with? You're not gonna get a chance at a championship. What do you say? You get to play next to LeBron? Like, that doesn't sound fun. There's really nothing that they could have done yeah. there. They didn't get him close to the money that he's getting now. Um, he's going to get a smaller role. And you already know, um, especially when you're, you know, you sign a two-year contract, you have an opportunity to get another big bag if yeah. you play well. Plus, um, there's a new TV deal coming. The cap could go up like crazy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's, and man. another aspect of this Lakers thing, and of course it comes down to money, in the end, like that's the biggest reason why Bruce Brown is going to Indiana. Of course, the Lakers couldn't offer him that money, but I never really bought the Lakers thing because everything that Bruce Brown said this season signaled that he hated playing in a big market. Yep. He hated being asked about his, you know, superstar teammates every single day. Yep. He hated like D'Angelo Russell. Oh, sorry. He does hate D'Angelo <laughs> Russell. Like, we don't have to lie. <laughs> I just always looked at the Lakers thing and was like, yeah, I mean, if he has no other big money offers, maybe it's something he considers he can play for a contender, which I thought was something that was important to him. But I never really bought the Lakers chatter, maybe as much as some people. Maybe it was a move that was out there, but it kind of went against everything he said this year and everything that we found out about Bruce. Yeah, I mean, and he's showing that he has some truth to him because if you don't, you know, want to be in the limelight, if you don't want to talk about your superstar teammate, um, if you want to get paid, you go to Indiana. (laughs) 
You go to Indiana. He doesn't have to talk about another star. They don't have one. Um, you know, you don't have to go that. It's just all ball, all basketball. Um, and you also get to prove yourself and show, like, he's been showing every year that there's different, you know, layers to his game. Um, yeah. And now he gets to probably do it offensively, and that's the one sign from him that we haven't really seen. Well, now he gets his opportunity to show that. So he, he might be complete if, if he proves himself there. Yes. The good point there in the chat, Bruce is going to get to unrestricted free agency again at 28. So he might be able to get himself another bag, you know? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the roster situation looks like in Indiana. Um, some more deals coming in right here. This is from uh, Woj. Troy Brown to Minnesota. Uh, I don't know what the money is on that, but... Yeah, I don't have much of a reaction to that one. Keep it real. And then um, it looks like this from friend of the show, Keith Smith. The Celtics and Chris Stapps Porzingis nearing a contract extension. I think I saw two years, 60 million out there for that uh, vote. Quick thoughts on the extension for the Celtics. Sorry, what was the deal? Sorry, I blacked out when you <laughs> two said Two years, 60 million. For... Chris Dabbs Porzingis? I'm sure, dude. All right. Yeah, I, listen, I think Chris Dabbs Porzingis just came off his best season. And I think he has some value. And maybe as a third best player, there's some value. I don't yeah. I don't think they got any more serious than they were last year, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think he was Washington's best player, to be honest. Or Better than Brad Beal. Well, Brad Beal, oh, he was better than Brad Beal. Brad Beal doesn't play. I think dude. Kuzma was their best player. Yeah, you're right. Kuzma Our top two. But KP so, yeah, was good. KP though. is there. KP was good, but yeah. it's a different situation for him in Boston. Again, though, I said it mockingly on the show yesterday. How much dog in them does that team have? You know, and I don't think this guy helps. <laughs> uh, negative dog. Yeah. Um, as we wait for some more deals to roll in, wait, can we go back to Jeremy Grant for a second? Yeah, let's go back to Jeremy Grant. Okay, five year, hundred sixty million dollar contract. Uh, are the Portland Trailblazers going to win a title in the Ever. Jeremy no. Grant timeline here, Dev? No. No, and they made sure of it. <laughs> Just right there. <laughs> they understand what that is. Like, they they have a guy that they value to be a lot better than he truly is. They're going to try to keep him around. Um, also, Dame Lillard seems to love playing with Jeremy Grant. So I think that this was also another move to try to get them, you know, pushed in for a while. It's like, hey, right. who's one guy that you want? He's like, hey, Jeremy Grant. So there goes a, a, a move for them to try to keep their guy happy, um, rather it be, you know, not that long or what. But if there's one thing that I know about Lillard, he's loyal. And if you get his guy next <laughs> oh, to him I hadn't heard. to stay around there, I mean, that, that shows your loyalty to the most loyal guy there is. Yeah. So I mean, think about that, that. that was my first reaction to this is a move that might signal – Maybe they're not trading Damian Lillard because, man, if they trade Damian Lillard and then they're stuck with Jeremy Grant on this deal, <laughs> man, it, prayers up to Portland. Jake Fisher just tweeted, one reason Jeremy Grant waited till free agency as opposed to an early extension is that he could get a fifth year in free. <laughs> Which just one reason Jeremy Grant waited is so that he could just screw them over even further. If I wait one more year to get twenty-five plus million, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting. Man. So he made the right move, man. I'm telling you that Rich Paul, they need to investigate. <laughs> he got things going on over there. So I'm seeing a report. This is from Dustin Doperak, uh, Pacers beat writer for the Indy Star. There's a team option in the second year of this deal for Bruce Brown. All right, how how poorly can things go in one year? 
that they're just like, all right, we're good on this. Yeah. That's a that's an interesting. It's a lot of money, and then there's just that option. I don't know. It's just kind of an interesting deal. Oh man, we got another one. We do have another one. Uh, what's us. the other one? What do you got? Uh, this is Reggie Jackson. Back to the Nuggets on big money, guys. <laughs> Two years, ten point two five million dollar deal. Player option in the second season. Player what? option. That's what that weird. tells me, you guys. Is that there was competition for Reggie Jackson, and Denver placed a priority on bringing him back. This is not a minimum deal. This looks like it's definitely above the minimum. And Reggie Jackson is back as the Nuggets' backup point guard. We predicted this would happen at the start of the show. I knew the Nuggets wanted to bring him back. I did not see him getting that guaranteed money. Yeah. But Denver clearly placed a priority on this. The money doesn't matter so much at this point, you know. There again, like there's only so much that's going out in so many different contracts here. Yep. And they're they're bringing in a lot of low impact guys. So the money is definitely funky to me and catches my eye, but it it's not really super important. To me, it's just the bigger thing is, listen, Reggie Jackson is the backup point guard. Yeah. And I don't love that. Not to be a huge bummer shortly after everyone's vibes, but I, I really don't think that's an optimal outcome. I don't, I'm not saying that they were in a great spot once Bruce left, but I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not loving this. I'm, I stand ready to be wrong. What do you think about Reggie Jackson back, Dev? I think that the money thing is the bigger piece of this right now because it tells you the exact same thing that you said. He's the backup point guard. So if you're a Nuggets fan, if you're a person that um, is really following this team, like you have no choice but to like this move because he's your backup point guard, especially mm -hmm. with Bruce Brown gone. Um, they just paid the guy not to just sit the entire year like they just did because um, they weren't having to pay that. Now they are locked in with him. Um, and then he has a player option in the second year, correct? Correct. He could just sit around if he wants to. Like, you have to play him this year. So I, I feel like while you could be upset and want better, you also have to convince yourself that, hey, Reggie's not that bad because you're going to be seeing more of him. <laughs> Look, man, based on what we saw out of Reggie Jackson last year, I don't think this is a good move. Yeah. I like, don't either. Reggie Jackson was objectively bad last year for the Nuggets in the last, you know, month and a half of the season that he was here for. Granted, it's tough to come to a team as a buyout guy, especially a team like the Nuggets where there's a lot of pressure. you got to get up to speed quickly. But I am just a little concerned that, like, Denver had the taxpayer MLE to work with. That was just given to Reggie Jackson. And I don't really get the sense that there's like other significant moves out there the Nuggets can make to bolster their bench. No. It also tells you that those moves maybe weren't looking likely anyway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Look, that, the, the Nuggets are going to be fine. Um, Reggie Jackson is going to be your ninth or tenth man next season. It's a pretty inconsequential position that he's in right now, um, but doesn't really blow me away. Again, chat pointing out still a tradable piece. Like, again, I think it tells you more that these other options weren't out there, that there was some competition for Reggie, that they didn't feel like the MLE was going to get them some substantial upgrade, and that they clearly have placed higher value on him internally than we have on this show. And last year, 
they made some of those decisions and they were right on them. So it, but it, I just don't, I, he did not look good at any point. He looked terrible. I mean, we could just say it. He was bad. He did not look good. He was bad. They, the, the Nuggets acquired him. I felt with every sense that like, this is going to be our backup point guard. This is a guy that could potentially play in the playoffs for, for us. And he was just like the opposite of that. But, you know, we'll see. An offseason, you know, an opportunity to spend training camp with the Nuggets, an opportunity to get more familiar with the scheme, get more comfortable with the bench that he'll be playing with. I would be very surprised if he looked as bad as he did last year again. I think he'll look better. Yeah. But the question is how much better? Uh, so... <laughs> Let me say two things, like to preface this. One, I openly said that uh, Reggie Jackson next year was going to be uh, probably coaching Reggie Jackson Elite, which is one of the most <laughs> disrespectful things I've ever said. <laughs> That's insane. But is that program in Colorado? <laughs> that was what he was going to have to create. Okay. <laughs> but what I will say as a Reggie defender in this moment is I just feel like it was a tough spot for a guy to come in mid year. Yeah. Um, on a contending team who has had so much success in this league just two years ago and just try to prove himself. I think that Reggie Jackson was not good more so because Reggie Jackson was trying to prove himself on a team that already had its core, its guys, um, and was, you know, rolling through things. Now with the contract, I think that he could be okay. He could accept his role, and that's something that he never did was accept the role that was for him. He still wanted to shoot. He still wanted to dribble a lot, uh, you know, a lot. He has a very unorthodox game. Like, he plays his own way. Now he gets to play Denver Nuggets way because he's there for at least two years. Because you got to know, he is accepting that money next year because he's not going to get it anywhere else, especially after not playing on a championship team. And then this year, he's going to have the opportunity to play. If he does bad, he still is on a roster. He's still going to get paid, and you have to get paid in this league. So I do think that there's a, a lane or there's an avenue where Reggie accepts his role and understands he is a backup point guard, and he can do some of those things because Reggie's not a bad defender. He has the size as a defender. Um, you don't need him to score every single time, especially as a backup guard. Um, so it's really about acceptance. So I do think that... While it feels bad right now, I don't think it's the worst that Denver could have done. I mean, stand ready to be wrong, right? Ag agreed with everyone in the chat, and you guys here saying he gets a uh, he gets an off season, a training camp. Yeah, that's what you could talk yourself into. And, absolutely. And there have been highs in Reggie's career that are considerably higher than what we saw in that spotty play post deadline. So it's not. And look, they believe in him, and that's that's their call, and 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 maybe it works out, but it's definitely not an optimal outcome. And I don't want to. I, def I still have my championship parade goggles on, but this one isn't too rosy for me, you know? But I, I also agree, the chat's pointed out, like, more work can be done at the deadline. It stinks that this is where the MLE went, and I think it does, in my opinion, tell you that it probably was never going to go to one of those players we really thought was an option. Yeah. But it's not a deal that necessarily handcuffs you. They can make some trades. You're definitely counting on some growth from Watson and from a successful stagger. Ooh, sorry, I, I had to say it. How, um, I mean, it was their fans, so they're not around anymore, but there were some people that loved I don't understand how you're so big on Faku and not on Reggie, you know, like here. Me? No, just anybody. You can ask me. It, it, yeah, you. Reggie's hey, not five you. foot seven. That's all it was. So it was just like this false hope? Yeah, I was rooting for a guy that looked like me. 
<laughs> what do you want me to say? Yeah, but like, was he better for the team? Is what I'm saying. Here's the thing: I thought he was actually supposed to be a third guard. I did, my my concern is Reggie is the backup option, like the second string point guard. Right maybe now. they like really like Gillespie, you know, or you I know, know really like maybe, maybe they, they go they and yeah. lean in on that, and you're not gonna have to pay him, you know, a bunch. Um, but also, like the thing is, we all knew that Reggie was resigning. Right. It was just the money portion right. of it all. That, that's um, that's it. Yeah. Which doesn't come out of any of our pockets. So, like, I don't know sure. how much we truly care about that. This was already going to happen no matter what. Good for Reggie to go get paid a little bit more. Right. Um, that's on him. I think it's just the question of could they have gotten anybody else with right. that money? It was going to be another Reggie-like signing. Yeah. That's kind of what I... And my, to me, I'm thinking, well, they probably didn't feel like there was much traction on that. And there probably was another team a that wanted Reggie A little competition for Reggie. So, um, yeah. I mean, listen, like the best starting five in basketball is still there, but the Nuggets got worse today, right? Like that's, they didn't get better. So we can keep it real on that, I yeah. think. Let's hit another break. Um, still waiting to see if some more Nuggets signings come in. I would expect maybe Jeff Green to come in hopefully soon. Uh, that'd be a that'd be a good thing for Denver, I think. Uh, we'll continue to monitor some other deals around the league, give you a live reaction to those. Uh, after this and it's another shady rays ad we already told you once but these shades are so nice we'll tell you twice shady rays is the safest place to shop for good looking sunglasses not only are they affordable off the rip but if you don't like them if you lose them you can exchange them free within 30 days there's no risk when you shop with them because their team always has their back uh, these compete with some of the major brand sunglasses they look just as great they are not as expensive and when you use code dnvr get 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses so try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people don't forget about that independence day sale it's live right now 50 percent off single pairs of sunglasses again try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people all right, we're back here. DMVR Nuggets podcast, live free agency special. Let's recap what's happened from a Nuggets perspective. Bruce Brown to the Pacers, two years, 45 million. Seems like that second year might be an option, but I mean, Bruce secured the bag with this one. Good for him. No surprise that he took that offer. And then the second Nuggets item of news that's happened, Reggie Jackson back to the Nuggets Two years, a little over 10 million player option on the second season. Denver's expecting him to come and be the backup point guard and soak up some of those Bruce Brown minutes. That's certainly what it seems like. Uh, still waiting to see if any Jeff Green news comes across here this afternoon. Um, seeing what else happens with the Nuggets and, and you know their potential free agents. But um, vote, what do you think about just how this day has gone for Denver so far. Well, there haven't been big moves that have made other teams better. You know, like Bruce going to Indy and not L.A. is a win. And I think we were mentally prepared for Bruce to leave. I think, and I, I mean this with all due respect to the vets who came in and did a good job and by all accounts were well-liked. I just don't think Denver got better today. They got worse, right? They went yeah. from their backup guard being Bruce Brown to Reggie Jackson. And Bruce was a big part of that playoff run. The path got that much harder. I was prepared for that. I will say, though, right. far, thus far, though, it's not like you've seen some huge moves that make you go, man, the landscape has changed. You know, Denver can still do this, but they're significantly iller-equipped now having lost Bruce. 
Dev, what do you think of the uh, backup point guard position? Reggie Jackson's there, obviously. Are you cool with a Colin Gillespie slash Jalen Pickett third string point guard in the rotation or out of the rotation, but on the roster? No, just because we haven't seen either of those at this level. Neither one of those guys have proved themselves or shown, you know, Pickett, we just introduced ourselves to this week. <laughs> right. You know, so like that's just one piece. Gillespie is um, a guy that went undrafted. And not only did he go undrafted, he got hurt where he couldn't play for a full year. So the road is going to be already tough for him. And then you're walking into a situation where you're backing up Jamal Murray. Um, you, you, you know, Bruce is gone and that was the option there. Um, so there's no way that you're excited about that. I'm not as low on the Reggie thing, you know, as others clearly good um, i like that we know we need a little balance yeah so I, I i think that you can put them in for you know those minutes just not a lot and now you have three different guys or at least two guys that you put in that because you don't want reggie to play 25 minutes he can't but you could put him in those small um spurts uh we got a first reaction from a nuggets player on the bruce brown signing uh the other member of browntown chimes in christian brown with um Yes, sir. Bruce Brown, congrats, champ. Good. Good for him. I know everyone's everyone on that team is stoked for him. At yeah. least that's how these guys work, man. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Let's catch up on some other signings here. Javon Carter to the Bulls. I don't know if you guys saw this one. Three years, 20 million. My God, Mark Bartlestein's done it again. Is that a Bartlestein guy? Yeah. Dude, this guy is the fucking goat. Sorry, is, kids man. at home. I mean, how many boats do you think he has? Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, this is from Woj just now. George Yang, three years, 26 million with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mark Bartlestein's clients, uh, those deals are rolling in right now. Man. Any reaction to that one? Um. I think that George Niang kind of looks like a retired swimmer. <laughs> that has that has some. I, I don't know why, but that's so true. It, I hope that uh, George does, Niang right? and uh, Zion get in the workout, the gym together, and a dietary plan, and yeah. they might be pretty good. Can, can, can you pull that Tyler Norton comment up there? Because I I do feel this way. Like I'm out on this. I'm not gonna pretend to, that I like this. But I'm also open to being as wrong about this as I was about DJ last year. You know, it's I I don't suddenly think this front office doesn't know what they're doing. I'll tell you that. Oh, so, no, yeah, no way. Uh, but, I, you know, I'm not I don't love it. Yeah. I mean, I think it just mostly comes from the fact that uh, we saw Reddy Jackson play last year. That's <laughs> like we got a nice dose of Reggie yeah. Jackson and it did not go great. It wasn't awesome. I mean, it went so poorly that he was just you know, done at one point. Ted asks, has there been a single good deal yet? I'm telling you, man, that two years, 16 million for Trey Lyles. Very good <laughs> Under the radar, best deal of the day. Might be the best deal of the day. Just pound for pound. Yeah. I know DJ didn't play. And again, that that's the problem with the Reggie thing is right now he's slated to play. Again, you do have the stagger. They did survive Jamal playing as many minutes as he did. So you're not, maybe there are different lineup configurations, but. Yeah, for sure. Uh, still waiting to see if, you know, some other big free agents out there come to agreements. I haven't seen anything on, like, a Brooke Lopez. I haven't seen anything on a Chris Middleton. Um, I'm sure those will be coming in momentarily. 
when it comes to Jeff Green, guys, he's the other guy that I have heard that, you know, Denver definitely wants back of their free agents, along with Reggie, along with DeAndre Jordan. Is getting Jeff Green back, should that be just an absolute priority for Denver today? It seems inevitable to me. So, I mean, I don't know about priority. Look, you got to fill out the roster, and they got to be minimums, and they got to be guys that you trust. Yeah. So I like bringing Jeff Green back for that reason. Again, though, I think I'm ready for the rotation to be different next season. Um, New deal just dropped from Shams. Kyrie Irving back to the Dallas Mavericks. Three-year, $126 million contract player option in the third season. This guy, man. <laughs> Look, first of all, I don't think there was any chance Bruce Brown was going to Dallas because I don't think he likes Kyrie Irving, and I don't think he wanted to play with him and be asked about him again for another year. Um, Kyrie Irving back to the maths. Um. Well, must have been a short meeting. I was going to say, I didn't think he was ever actually going anywhere. I also wonder how many Dallas has to give Kyrie Irving three years, $126 million. I wonder how many teams really felt like they needed to give Kyrie that money anymore. I think it takes an element of desperation to hitch your wagon to that horse, if you will. Uh, Yeah. And that's a desperate, that's a desperate organization. What do you think about Kyrie, Dev? Um, With Kyrie, I, Everyone judges him based off of off-the-court things, which he didn't have much of last year. Um, on the court, he's a he's a incredible basketball player. I feel like incredible basketball players should be playing. Um, I don't. I never loved the fit with him next to Luca, yeah. just because you want the ball in one of those guys' hands, and both of them are the the best option to have the ball in their hands. Um, so I understand from Dallas's standpoint, they're like you can never guard them. It's just not a great fit, but you're never going to be upset with Kyrie Irving, you know, being one of your paid basketball players. He's one of the best basketball players in the world. So you got to pay a guy that good. You just yeah. have to. I mean, Dallas does. They weren't going to get better, you know, and they traded all those pieces for him. So maybe they can figure it out another, like an actual offseason. Those deadline contending things are hard to do, as Phoenix found out. Yeah. Let's hit the Super Chats real quick. I think we got a couple of those here. Um, as as we're wrapping up, Jacob Hill, Bruce really won a championship and was like, "I don't need to win one of these again." I mean, I think Bruce had a chance, a once in a lifetime opportunity to make forty five million dollars. Yeah, in two and years. I mean, I put this on Twitter. I reported this, you know, before free agency started today. The Nuggets came into today fully prepared to lose Bruce Brown. Yeah, I mean, they had accepted that that was the likelihood. And they had been thinking that for the entire season. I mean, this was always the most likely scenario. Bruce Brown, they got him on a great deal last summer. It still blows my mind that nobody really went after him that hard. And then Denver knew it would be a possibility all year long, all <laughs> summer long, that he would leave for a big money offer. So the Nuggets were prepared for this. They were waiting for this. They were pretty much expecting this. That's the sense I got. So... Um, it, it did not catch them off guard. It caught Scout with Brian off guard. He tweeted, if Bruce Brown gets $20 million a year, I will eat a living pig live on YouTube. That was three hours ago. So let's just, everyone, <laughs> notifications on for that account. Okay, sorry, next super chat. How many more open roster spots? They have like three left, right? Yeah, so there's one for Jeff Green, and then I think there's one more. 
which is the Bruce Brown spot. And, um, you know, I could see that going to Jalen Pickett. I could see Denver leaving that roster spot open as well. A lot of teams are doing that. A lot of teams are leaving the 15th roster spot open mm. to save money and maybe getting another guy, a third two-way guy. Um, so Je Jeff Green potentially, and then I, th I think there's one more roster spot to work with, you know, the Bruce Brown slot. And then there might be one other from uh, Ish Smith, who we haven't seen any news that, on it. Yeah. And I did not get the sense that he was going to be back. I said that, I reported it, and um doesn't look like he's going to be back with Reggie Jackson returning. Well, my big takeaway is a big prediction. If you guys were sick of the word stagger on last year's podcast, <laughs> buckle up because it's about to become more important than ever. As of right now, the backup point guard and center options are ideally third stringers that are slotted in the second string. So there's, there's some work to do. There's some stuff to figure out here right off the bat. Another deal just came in. Chris Middleton back to the Bucks. Three years, $102 million. No surprise there. I think everybody kind of had a good idea that Chris Middleton was going to be staying. Seems like there's less certainty on uh, Brooke Lopez, but um, Middleton back to Milwaukee. Also seeing this from Chris Haynes. Joe Ingles expected to reach an agreement with the Orlando Magic. Damn it. Again, a guy we liked for, like, a minimum, but, you know, one of my takeaways from every free agency and just talking with people on the inside of it is that the actual pool of players that are out there for, like, the Nuggets to go after is way, 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 way smaller than you think it is. Sure. I mean, sure. most of these guys that we talk about as options just actually aren't options. Either like, oh, you know, there's already a deal lined up. Oh, they don't want to play in Denver. Oh, they're going like a they were lot of never going to take the MLE. Yeah, or, yeah, a lot of guys that we talk about as options and that are fun to talk about as options, not exactly options. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I also want to say that as much as we're all pretending like people don't um, tamper anymore, they do. So I do think Denver had some idea that a lot of those names we were kicking around we're not going to come. Right. And so I don't think they just quickly gave Reggie the MLE and thought, ah, screw it. Who knows? I think they had some idea that their contingency plans were pretty thin. Yeah. So this is this is where we're at. Eric, uh, Eric brought up a, a good point that we're seeing. All the guys are just staying with their team besides Bruce. Yeah, that's true. No one's not really moving around right now. Mm -hmm. um, so we, I, I guess we'll get to that portion of people like making moves. But everything else was like, the big moves all stayed, and then there was a small Phoenix has to make up money, you know, in some type of way. So they're getting guys that you're not really looking at. Yeah. Some other deals coming in. Jakob Pertle, to your point of guys staying with their teams, four years, $80 million to stay with the Toronto Raptors with a player <laughs> option. Can you, if you go back... 40 years ago, and you put, showed people Jakob Pertle film. 20 mil a year. And you're like, 20 mil a year. <laughs> I don't think he's bad, though. He's not. He's not. He's not. But um, it's just crazy. I mean, now you're locked into him as your starting center. This is coming from Woj. Cam Johnson, four years, $108 million to stay with the Brooklyn Nets. I don't think any real surprise there. 
Wait, did Max Struess move? I haven't seen anything on Max okay. Struess. He was a lot of people's uh, second option after Bruce Brown. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big drop-off for a second option. Uh, man, good for Cam Johnson, dude. Yeah. Cam Johnson, everyone loves him. Like, yeah. truly loves him. I have not seen much for him. I just don't see him play a lot. Um, good shooter, solid defender, good locker room guy. And he's got a bag now. He does have. So that's bag. all you have to do is just shoot the ball pretty well. <laughs> that all is the, a good all skill the shooters to have. get paid, man. That's all you got to do is shoot the ball. So kids out there listening, <laughs> shoot the damn ball. <laughs> oh yeah, I think oh, Max Struess to the Cavs. How, what's the money on that? Four years, sixty-four. I'm gonna wait and wait and see if we can get that one confirmed. That would be a lot of money here for the Cavs. Well. You're you're right, Dev. Shoot the ball. Shoot the ball. Yeah. Shoot the ball. Dev, you got any final thoughts here as we're wrapping up on the first hour of free agency? I mean, the things that happened, you already knew that they were happening. So don't be shocked. Um, Denver is the the championship team. You know, like they just won a championship. So you do have to believe in their front office. You have to believe in the process that they have. That's the one process you can believe in. Um, Bruce Brown was going to leave, especially for that type of money. So you can't be upset about that. We already knew Reggie Jackson was going to stay. Did we think that he was going to be the backup option? No. But right now, they actually haven't said that he's the backup option. Good he's point. just on the team just right on now. The team. So like that gives you another guy to compete. Um, and even with that, just know that this is a guy that has proved, proven himself in this league. So um, we just have to just wait and see how, how that you know works out. But they have a, a vet. They have their core. And that's not going away. Yeah, I think Denver still has the best starting five in basketball. And I think with the new CBA, on general terms, you're going to see teams have to make some choices. Mm -hmm. You know, are you stacking that front five? Are you going for the balanced thing? And it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to build out a balanced team. I think they're worse than they were yesterday. Losing Bruce matters. But I don't, we, we expected we them expected to be worse. It. And I don't think there were avenues to improve after having lost bruce you know so i don't none of this is a nightmare but it's suboptimal it's not the most exciting exciting outcome i do have trust in this organization right now though the starting five and calvin booth and michael malone i think they've of course earned the benefit of the doubt and i'm excited to see what they can do with it even if even if it, it's it's i don't consider it a good outcome yeah um i think we're gonna wrap up for today's show thanks for tuning in guys Still waiting on, you know, Jeff Green, maybe a couple other or one other minimum deal for the Nuggets. But uh, the big news of the day, of course, Bruce Brown going to Indiana. Tough to see him go, but um, what a memorable year it was with him in a Nuggets uniform. Nuggets legend, man. Everyone on that roster was a Nuggets legend. Yeah. And so. again, the lesson today, if it wasn't already known, don't believe anything anybody ever says at a championship parade. Yeah, man. That's just a, a good rule to live by. There's a lot of, there was a <laughs> lot of booze flowing. You know what I mean? I say a lot of stuff when I'm drinking like that. I don't mean any of it. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a good uh, holiday weekend. Talk to you next week.